hello hello and welcome back to spiraling in suburbia i hope you all are having a great week so far as this is my normal upload day of thursday and i'm recording this on a monday so hopefully the time between now and then goes well in new england we're supposed to have very warm weather this week so amazing to hear and speaking of warm weather last week i was driving home from work and for the first time in a while It was sunny, no clouds in the sky. Well, I mean, there were clouds, but like I could at least see the blue sky. It wasn't a sheet of grayness. So I rolled down my windows and just had a lovely drive home. And I haven't been able to find new music lately. So that's been on my mind. But on top of that, when I finally figured out something to listen to, it was my angsty music and I will forever love this music but you know I'd say it was a phase but it wasn't because deep down I still enjoy it and not even deep down I do enjoy it but sometimes it can be a lot and other times it can be perfect so in this case it wasn't even like heavy metal or hard rock or anything it was a little emo metalcore band but The song came on and I was instantly transformed back into time as an angsty teenager. And why does that happen? Why do songs bring us back in time like a scent or an item? And that's what we're going to talk about today is kind of the science behind music and the way our brain uses that information to remind us of something. So off the bat, just to back this up with some science before we kind of go into the full situation. Neuroimaging is the main thing that has shown how songs can stimulate different areas of the brain and also releases an insane amount of dopamine. So essentially hearing songs over and over again, especially during particular moments in time, extremely formative years of your life. So for example, your teens, your preteens, and your early 20s, these songs that you listen to really stick with you and can last throughout your entire lifetime. Scientists have also researched and found that babies can recognize songs that they've heard before. And honestly, based on the article I found that from, there's not much more information on it. So I'm thinking, do they remember a song they heard in the womb and then they're a baby and they like giggle and dance to it? Or is it like a song is played a lot when you're a baby and then a couple years later you start to remember those times? Because as far as I know, I don't remember songs when I was a baby. Um maybe like shows and things like that I mean maybe some music from maybe four five six but not when I was zero and a few months old along with neuroimaging which really quick neuroimaging is the process of creating images based on the activity in your brain or parts of the nervous system with techniques such as magnetic imaging and computerized tomography So along with neuroimaging, music can also light up your brain's visual cortex and essentially what this means is when you're listening to music, your brain's kind of active and like thinking of things, thinking of images and that's because almost right away when you hear a song, you can start associating it with things and I think this is one because we're constantly using our minds thinking and I mean, personally, I look at the past a lot and even the future movies, 
things I've done, things I want to do. And if I listen to some vibey tropical song, I'm instantly going to think of Hawaii. And I have been there a few times, but say I hadn't, I'd be envisioning like palm trees and any idea that I've ever seen of that tropical place. And I feel like this is where the fun part comes in because music inevitably has an extreme way of evoking memories. So off the bat, when you first hear a song, whether it's in a certain place or time, when you listen to that song again years later, if it impacted you, you're going to remember it and possibly remember what you were doing during that time. Or if you find a new song and it reminds you of something, whether it be sad, happy, years later, maybe it's going to make you think of that again. Not exactly the first time of your surroundings where you listen to it, but I mean, one of the things I feel, and I also have this theory, so I'm going to go on a quick tangent, but one thing I think relates to the issue with finding new music and feeling like you're in this rut of like the same sounds, the same genre, and not being able to find new music you actually enjoy is because sometimes the best music is found while you're creating memories or in those transformative years of your life so I mean half the time I'm listening to playlists I made between the age of like 18 to 22 and part of me wants to create new memories because sometimes that music even though it's good songs and talented artists it brings back memories that I just don't want to think about anymore and not that they're bad but I don't like being stuck in the past. I like reminiscing on it, but when you're driving to work and you're listening to songs you've heard over and over again, I feel like I'm stuck in college where I want to be like moving on and finding new songs, creating new memories. And I'd like to say I live a fulfilled life. I travel. I try to do new things. I try to go out of my comfort zone, but for some reason, within all of that especially in the past year I'm like not finding new songs that create those memories it's very few and far between so the most recent one I can think of is the Noah Khan album because when that came out at first I was like I don't know if I like this it did sound all the same at first but it's because I was trying so hard to like it because I like his other music and and then I listened to it excessively traveling whether it be like a mini road trip or going back and forth to work and it was in the fall so now it reminds me of a very relaxing fall like a fresh start almost and that's now when I listen to it because I stopped listening to it for a couple months because I overplayed it now those are the memories it invokes is or evokes is that the word evokes I don't know like why do I have a podcast I don't know how to talk But anyway, um, that's what it creates in my mind now. So it's almost like kind of a vicious cycle of finding new music, but you create memories while you do it because that's why you want to play it again. Like if you're at a party and someone's like, oh, who wants to play a song? You're instantly thinking of that song you heard for the first time at this really cool party. You had a great time. It was in the back of your mind. You love it. It gives you good vibes and you want to play it for everyone because you're hoping that they have the same experience with the song. I hope I'm making sense and that's my tangent on creating memories and visualizing things as you're listening to these songs because like I said before I went on my tangent, listening to music lights up your brain's visual cortex. Thank you. 
I think I was going to say this earlier, but got sidetracked. The most beautiful thing about music and the fact that you can relate memories so much to just the simplest songs, the albums, the artists, is it can help alleviate the effects of dementia. The best example I can think of is Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett. If you don't know who Tony Bennett is, he's an extremely successful and popular American singer. He was born in 1926 and has been nominated for 41 Grammy Awards and 119. And most recently, he was singing with Lady Gaga and she said on multiple occasions that there were times he couldn't remember who she is or sometimes couldn't remember the songs. But there was one time in particular where he thanked her and said, thank you, Lady Gaga. And it just made her well up with tears because he finally remembered who she was. And I think it goes to show in general, when you watch these things, like you can tell his his passion and how caring he is for her but these memories they were creating together singing the songs and doing it all the time really helped him and as much as you can't reverse these diseases it's amazing to know that music just really helps that overall kind of going off that earlier theory about finding new music and having to create memories I looked more into it because I didn't know if it was an actual thing people feel like they go through or if it's just me replaying the songs too many times and then getting sick of everything but there's articles on why old people hate new music which I definitely understand even now only being in my mid-20s some of the music that's out now especially like going around TikTok I I just don't understand and I I've always had a very large respect for any genre of music and if you show me a great song, I'm going to be like, that's a great song, but there's some music I just can't play alone in my car because it's not my favorite, but it'd be great at a party, and that's just my point of view, but the articles on why old people hate new music is so interesting because I feel like that's me to an extent, but not fully, so going into it, your music taste really solidifies when you're 13, 14, and from there, like I said earlier, you're creating transformative times in your life and making all these memories that aren't typical going into your 30s, 40s, 50s. And by that, I mean you're having your first heartbreak, your first kiss, your first best friend that's like actually there for you, your first, I don't know, you're going to college, you're not going to college, like all these very important times in your life, you can associate with them the music. Researchers say that music taste really begins to solidify as early as 13 and 14, and I feel like you have a general good idea of what your music taste is in your 20s. And then from there, studies indicate that a lot of people stop exploring new music when they turn 30. And some of the reasons are a little basic and easy to avoid. So as you get older, the time you have to just sit on your phone or scroll through a playlist or scroll through the radio is just not as prominent as the time you used to have as you're building your career, starting a family. And those are kind of obvious issues. It's kind of like not having time for a hobby. But another thing is things start to sound the same. By that, I mean that there's actual evidence that the brain's ability to make small distinctions between different chords and beats and music in general gets worse with age so essentially your ears 
think that things sound more familiar than they actually are and I don't think this is what I'm going through because like I said I'm in my mid-20s I'd hope that my ears are still working and not mushing together sounds so everything sounds the same but there have been times where I'm constantly skipping each song and two seconds of a beat goes by and I'm like skip 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 because you have to captivate me within that first two seconds or I'm gone especially when I'm thinking way too hard about the music which is hard but I feel like that's what makes the music industry work and what makes everyone try to create the next best song because we all we we just skip them but I also feel that if I'm not paying attention to the music then I'm gonna find 10 amazing new songs I love in an hour then if I'm paying attention to every little part of it I'm gonna tear it apart I'm actually not like that that sounds so harsh but what I mean is it's harder to reel me in and get me to listen to the whole song if I'm like really focusing on it and I think overall in my research I kind of feel better about my weird music taste and I kind of spiraled off of the nostalgia piece but I mean the main two things are creating memories that align with the music and the amount of dopamine that sparks from our brain when we listen to new music and I mean I think the nostalgia piece really comes from the place and time you listen to and I also agree I mean it's science I also understand the visual cortex part and how you're almost like looking into memories in your brain like envisioning things but for me it's really a time place moment situation with the song rather than it reminding me of something but it's good to know in general because there's so much Music is so important to so many people, and it's kind of that thing that's always there. It's in commercials, it's in TV, it's in the credits, it's, like, on your drive to work, it can cheer you up, it can help you cope, it's there through everything, and also there's artists who create it, it's their job, and they're there to support the situation as well. So I think that wraps up today's episode, and the moral of the story is your transformative years in your teens you're gonna find the best music and you're gonna listen to that for the rest of your life and you can be angsty I love my angsty music I love that I'm not discovering it now and I can go listen to my favorite pop punk song with my hair blowing in the wind outside the windows when it's springtime and it brings me so much joy that sometimes you don't always need to find new music which is I'm challenging myself to do because I don't want to be 40 50 years old listening to the same music I did when I was 15 but I'm sure I will be but I just want to make new memories I want to find new music so let me know your opinions on all of this I would love to know your thoughts about music and the nostalgia you find behind it and any music recommendations as well I feel like everyone says their music taste really varies but I'm telling you I love pop punk I love heavy metal I love country to an extent I love like I would say more like folk music not like a hoedown throwdown but I don't know how to explain it I like pop here and there indie music alternative oldies so essentially throw me in a mosh pit punch my nose and sing sweet lullabies to me and that's my music taste so on that note thank you for spiraling with me today and I will talk to you all next week